Welcome to another episode of BJ and Coffee. He's Bill, I'm Jim, and we are drinking our non-sponsored Death Wish Coffee uh, because it's just that damn good. And, and honestly, if the folks from Death Wish ever listen to this, the whole non-sponsor thing, it's a joke. We love the coffee. It's not a slam on you guys. Uh, we still drink it. We still talk about it because we actually like it that much. I would like, though, to bring in at least one other company just to kind of do a compare, uh, comparison. Compare and contrast. Yeah, because there's a company out there called uh, Black Rifle. Yep, uh, I've heard of them. Um, I watch a lot of their videos. They they make some fucking hilarious videos. I think I sent you one of the videos. Did you watch that? Yes, I have watched their videos. I've seen them on YouTube. Um, um, a lot of their videos they do make are actually kind of hilarious. Um, and I watched their last one they just made about, I think it was a week ago? I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'd like to at least bring them in just to try it. Um, so I'm thinking about spending the $40. You get three boxes of their of their brand coffee that they have. It yep. starts with one is their... Now, it's all military themed. Duh. So their one is actually, I believe, AR. Mm -hmm. I forgot what the last one was, but the other one is... Their last one is like something Patriot. Gotcha. Um, but I, I want to say one thing because everybody out there that thinks AR stands for assault rifle, it actually stands for Armalite rifle, which is a brand name. It has exactly. nothing to do with anything else but the actual name of the company that makes the rifle. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I mean, I just want to get it only because, like, well, one, they actually take uh, a portion of their proceeds and actually donate it to um, usually a military found based uh, company or organization, I should say. So. Um. I'd, I'd like to maybe try to help them out a little bit because I know they're going to need some help during this pandemic. But it'd be well, kind of fun just to kind of to see where I, their coffee stands too. Yeah, I actually talking about that. I want to bring up Death Wish real quick. Okay, that's fine. Um, God damn it, DeathWishCoffee.com. Uh, it's on my order tracking. Dot com. Um, I want to bring up Deathwish real quick because they are doing something really cool right now that I want to let people know about. Um, no, not that. Uh, I've got to find it. Oh, uh, well, shit. Well, you're looking for that. You should do our uh, cleanup and oh, yeah. find us. So you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Coffee. Uh, we're on Twitter at coffee underscore BJ, and you can email us at... BJ and Coffee, all one word, at gmail.com. Sorry, I had a brain fart. Okay. Pretty sneaky, um, too, sometimes. <laughs> so, here's the um, what they are doing is Deathwish has two styles of t shirt right now. They're selling for $25 each. Uh, they're the Broke Not Busted Charity t shirts. And I got to open it up so I can tell you the full details because I think it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, they are actually local in Round Lake, New York. So, um, 100% of the profits from the sale of these t-shirts are being donated. Um, let's see. Um, New York has been hit the hardest, and right now we need to turn to each other to lend a socially distant hand to provide support in any way we can and show what it truly means to be a community. In partnership with the Saratoga County Chamber of Commerce, we want to raise $75,000 to give to local establishments and service industry workers in our home in the Capital Region. Uh, through the Death Wish Coffee Broke But Not Busted program. 
Uh, 100% of the profits from this t-shirt will be distributed between the Saratoga County Chamber of Commerce, Brunited, and local businesses and establishments in the Capital Region area of New York. Um, mm. When a member of our community is broke, so are we, but we're not busted. You can help us by purchasing either of these two charity t-shirts because even though the world is falling apart, we got each other. Now, the first one, hold on, it's a black shirt, and on the front it says, when in white block letters, it says, when this is all over, please continue to stay six, at least six feet away from me with a Death Wish logo on it. Uh, the second one has a really neat graphic on the back. Uh, I think one of their in-house art people did it. Um, uh, let's see. Actually, does it tell me? I think black meme. Oh, the gray t-shirt. Uh, designed by tattoo artist Melanie Clark. Uh, broke but not busted logo screen printed on the back. Death Wish Coffee logo printed on the front left chest. Designed by Albany, New York-based tattoo artist Melanie Clark. Uh, poly cotton blend uh, material is slightly heavier than your average t-shirt making it an ideal fashion tee now the black meme t-shirt which is the one I mentioned first uh, pulls instant inspiration from their Instagram reads when this is all over please continue to say six feet at least six feet away from me on the front with a black and white death wish coffee logo no design on the back uh, poly cotton blend and slightly heavier um, you know if you want a way to help out people the, the, the people that are really hurting from this it's a good way to do it in new york yes it helps in the capital region specifically but that's where they're located um i won't i won't say i didn't order a shirt or maybe two <laughs> or 2x so if you want to give me one for my birthday I'm um all for it but the i mean that's just one of the ways that, i mean i was looking at that because i was going on to believe it or not the wife asked about death wish coffee she said, do they make a decaf? And I just kind of looked at her for a second and started laughing. Um, they do, I think, don't they? No, they don't. <laughs> the whole point is it's the, the most caffeine you can get in a cup of coffee legally. <laughs> I think I need a decaf. Um, but, yeah, that, the whole point to Death Wish is it's super strong coffee. But I'll tell you, it's not – it doesn't taste like ridiculously strong coffee. It tastes like a nice – you know, maybe the dark end of a medium roast, but that's just my thoughts. I, yeah, I, I mean, I've had some really strong coffee, and it's really not that strong. Um, Flavor-wise, it's not strong. Yeah. Caffeine-wise, it is. We've all seen what happens with that. Hashtag Bill dropped the popcorn. <laughs> yep. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the theaters, Bill dropped the popcorn. <laughs> Thank God the theaters are still closed. Um. But so yeah, I just want my late nights too. Um, I also do want to do a quick uh, round of shout outs um, locally here in Syracuse. Exo Taco, um, Funkin' Waffles, Mona Lisa's, um, Gracie's Kitchen, Gracie's Kitchen, um, Spoon and Chopstick, and I'm trying to think. There's another one we ordered from recently that was really good. I mean, we've discovered a whole bunch of new places that we really, you know, I specifically want. Let's to not forget try. the food truck right now that's set up right now at uh, the fairgrounds. Uh, pizza. Oh, toss and fire. No, 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 no. They're specifically selling fried dough. Oh, the pizza free. No, it's out near Boulevard and Duet. No, 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 no. They moved. They're actually in the orange lot now at the National oh, Fairgrounds because they couldn't handle because the they traffic. Couldn't handle oh, the traffic. Yes. I missed yes. that. So I pizza. Oh my god, I can never remember, remember the pizza last. Pizza free. What is it? Pizza free. Pizza free. Yes. Real pizza free. They are actually selling fried dough. I believe it's a dollar for two of their sticks. I believe it is. Yeah. Dough sticks. Yeah. Fried dough sticks. 
And uh, if you don't mind waiting in line for four hours, <laughs> um, I would they, love to they, go get they some. They are definitely worth it. Um, I but, would love uh, to go get some. I just can't wait that long. Um, they're usually at the New York State Fair, but they decided to set up early just because, you know, I, we don't know what's going to happen with the fair yet. Honestly, here's the thing. And I've seen a lot of people bitching about this whole thing. Oh, I can't believe people sit in line waiting for Friday. You know what, motherfuckers? This brought a smile to a lot of people's faces because it's something that, you know, it's it's just something people look forward to with the fair and with the whole uncertainty as to whether or not the fair is even happening. You know, it's just, it's something fun. It's something to maybe That's get right. out of the house. It's still maintaining social distance because you're sitting in your car. It's and they're bringing service. you to your car. Exactly. Uh, and that's the first night they opened up. They opened up in Dewitt. Oh my God! And they literally they sold out within like two hours. They were there all night. They yeah, got but, more. Uh, oh no, they sold out. Yeah, that's right. They sold out at like seven o'clock. But they they got more going, and, and they stayed. tried to keep more going to try to stay open longer, but it just didn't work. Well, no, they did. They were actually. Oh, I was checking. They actually were selling. The last ones went through shortly before midnight. Uh, the last I saw. And that was with troopers and whip police, everybody else chipping in to help with the traffic. And now they're up here now on the orange line. Well, because and just going through it, like I couldn't believe it. It, it was, was an, an, it was a four-hour wait yesterday. Yeah, well, it was at the corner of Bridge and Erie Boulevard over in Dewitt. Was where they initially set up last weekend, and the oh, excuse me, uh, the um, the traffic was actually backed up on six ninety. To the city, Erie Boulevard to the city, um, yeah. 690 from the other direction on 481. I mean, it was insane. I mean, just the sheer number of people just wanted to go get some fucking fried dough. I mean, it's crazy, but by the same token, I think it's a sign that people are just so fucking sick and tired of all this. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's good to see, though. I mean, it's something that people are doing. As a guy making money, yes, he is. You can't argue that. But by the same token. But you know what, though? He's figured a way to do it, though, with, with social distancing. But he's also cheering people up. He's bringing some brightness into the world, which Absolutely. is what we need right now. Absolutely. That's, you know, people stop complaining. Jesus Christ. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. But uh, but yeah, so I but I, I've been compiling a list of restaurants I need to go to once this shit's over with, or at least we can get so what is back to semi normal, so I can go out to fucking eat again, have a fucking draft beer with my dinner because I'm sorry, bottle just isn't the same. Uh, <laughs> I was the other night I got takeout from Mona Lisa's, and let me tell you, the food's fucking amazing. I just want a fucking real mixed drink. Well, I got. Um, making it at home it's not the same as going to a bar i got a draft um i got a draft beer blue moon draft which is it's you know more of a common one but i i like the flavor it's it's one i like so i said you know i was of the selection they had that was the one i chose i sat down when i got home ate my food and was drinking this fucking draft beer and i'll tell you oh my god and not even like from a beer standpoint but just from a having a draft beer with my dinner you can actually go this is no lie Right now, believe it or not, they are actually uh, Twin Trees down here on... Yep. Uh, yeah, Avery. Avery is actually posted on Facebook. They're actually selling their actual draft beers. Yes. Um, well, Grubhub will deliver alcohol from restaurants that offer it. Because if you order from Exo Taco, you can get alcohol delivered. Um, Funkin' Waffles is sending alcohol along. Uh, there's nothing like having a, a, a morning full of shaving pussy and then having a mimosa to follow it up. 
<laughs> I, I'm going to tell you something. I never have I had mimosas before COVID-19 happened. I'm telling you, a fucking mobile bar in the back of my truck. Well, but here's the thing. I A mimosa is it's so it's champagne and orange juice. And you're like, what the fuck? Dude, there is something about it. When you drink it, you're just like, damn, that's pretty fucking tasty. <laughs> tell me, a few bottles of fucking rum, a few bottles of fucking vodka... You know, a few bottles of maybe some Jack. I could literally drive down when my barn door is open down a street on the fucking west side of fucking probably Syracuse and fucking probably sell up by fucking midnight. Well, if you got Mad Dog 2020, you would. If you got some Boone's Hill or Boone's Farms, you got some St. Ides, that you'd be selling out of. <laughs> that's what sells on the but west side. But tell me that's not a good idea, though. <laughs> Until the liquor authority comes along and busts your ass. <laughs> Um, Don't worry, it's the west side of fucking Syracuse, so fucking cops don't even go over there half the fucking time. Well, yeah, they do, because um, Tip Hill is still technically part of the west side, and the now and later wanted to do a beer truck, like an ice cream truck, and it got nixed by the alcohol, uh, by liquor authority. You can't, you can't sell alcohol mobily. The fuck? <laughs> you know, it's COVID-19 season. Let him fucking drive around the Because you bet my fat ass would be running out and be like, yep, what you got in craft beers, Holmes? I'm looking for stouts, ales, and lagers. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think it'd be awfully freaking fun. I really do. It'd be something fun yeah. to do. People would enjoy it. Um, actually, I, this week I, I found out um, one of our local breweries, Buried Acorn, is doing home delivery now, too. Mm. So... I, uh, I I may have to order some because they've got some good beers too. I had a, I had a chance to try some of their beers, but and uh, actually I want to throw a side note in. The interesting thing this afternoon is we discovered why we've been having so many issues with the software. Turns out that uh, it was a a bad cable between the mixing board and the uh, laptop. Since we've gotten that fixed, though, everything should be good, so all of our audio should be better now. You know, I apologize for the you know, issues we've had. <laughs> Technology, man, you got to love it. Oh, uh, God, yes. So I apologize because this has been like the last couple weeks have been freaking insane. Um, I, actually, you know, I'm going to say something here. My wife owns a dog and cat grooming business. Uh, it's a brick and mortar shop. And when all this started, originally she stayed open because they had the single operator option, which said that because, you know, she was the only one there, it wasn't a big deal. Then she started catching flack because people got pissy that she was open. Um, And I have this to say. I actually went to bat and dealt with the state. I spent a week, a solid week, emailing back and forth with the Empire State Development Corporation, who was tasked by the governor to determine the essentialness of businesses. And I'm going to tell you, it was a lot of back and forth. But once we got established what it was that's done and why it's done, their answer was, oh, no, you are definitely an essential business. And here's the other thing. the Specifically... They state that the only people allowed to be at the business are those necessary to do the uh, required services. So if you have five groomers, now mind you, right now it's just her. I go up and help out now and then. But uh, if it's 
five groomers at a shop and you have five groomers worth of business coming in that day, every single one of those groomers is allowed to be there. Um, you know, in what people just don't seem to get like, I've seen some of the bullshit that's been spewed things like, Oh, taking advantage of the situation, this, that it's like, no, nobody's taking advantage of anything. And honestly, if you're going to say that a groomer fighting to stay open to service the pets that come in, is somebody taking advantage of a situation? You've obviously never owned a pet, and if you do, you shouldn't, because pets need regular maintenance. And if you can do it yourself, wonderful. But pets require regular grooming in order to stay healthy, and people apparently just don't freaking get that. But uh, it is what it, it just—it pisses me off, especially the amount of effort that I put into making sure that. Um, you know, it was, everything was above board in the way it should be, but it is what it is. I mean, it's nothing new. I mean, it's, people want to find anything to bitch about. Oh, they do. It's ridiculous. Um, the, the hard part is just, there's not, there's just so little actually going on right now. Um, because everything's closed down that it, you know, there's no sports to talk about. Uh, movies aren't really to talk about. <laughs> um, it's just, it's getting ridiculous. Um, you kind of get bored. Everybody's fucking bored. Um, I do have a story, though, that I, I kind of thought was kind of funny. Go for it. All right. Man arrested trying to quarantine on private Disney Island. Oh, nice. A 42-year-old, a 40, a, the 42-year-old said said he did, didn't hear numerous de- didn't hear numerous deputies searching the private island for him on foot by boat by air because he was asleep in a building okay uh, for de- for the uh, Florida deputies arrested a man who had been living out his quarantine on a sh- on a on a shut a chartered Disney World Island, telling yeah. authorities it felt like a tropical paradise. That means it was closed down. Yeah. Uh, Orange County Sheriff's deputies found Richard uh, McCure on Disney's Dis- Disco- uh, Discovery Island on Thursday. He said, "It's been there since he's been there since Monday or Tuesday, and had planned to camp there for a week, according to an to the arrest report." The 42-year-old said he didn't didn't hear numerous deputies searching the private island. For him on foot, by boat, or by air, by air, because he was asleep in a building. He told the deputies he didn't know it was a restricted area, despite there, despite there being numerous no trespassing signs. Well, <laughs> you can't fix stupid. All you can do is beat it with a two by four till it stops. Remember, moving. this is in Florida, people. <laughs> Richard, Hashtag Florida man. Yeah, Richard stated that he was unaware of of that and that it looked like a tropical paradise according to the arrest report orange county uh marine deputies on on bay lake used a uh public address system to tell mcgrath he was not allowed to be on the property but he he remained on the island anyways according to the arrest report a security representative for disney said she saw mcgrath using a company boat so he stole the boat. <laughs> so he stole the boat. Hashtag Florida man. A company boat on Thursday, day, uh, noting that the area had has several no trespassing signs and two closed gates. She asked the uh, agency to press to press charges. 
Burkoy was arrested on trespassing charges and, ta and taken to jail without incident. It was not immediately clear whether he had an attorney who could comment. Previous call called Treasure Island, Discovery Island had been the site of a zoological park before the island was closed to the public in 1999. Huh. I, I, <laughs> so he stole a boat. Yeah, he stole a boat, first of all. He missed all the no trespassing signs. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely one of those Florida men things. Wow. Um, I can't even. <laughs> oh my god. So if you're looking for a place to quarantine, I uh, guess you go to Walt Disney World to the uh, Discovery Island that's been closed to the public since 1999. Yep. Well, I mean, probably the safest place to be. <laughs> there's nothing there. Exactly. Um, well. I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I just scrolled through. I got a, a story from Fox News here. Um, Netherlands McDonald's tests social distancing-inspired redesign for post-lockdown business. Um, <laughs> as the coronavirus pandemic continues to have a significant impact on the service industry, some restaurants are trying to adapt to the virus. As one McDonald's in the Netherlands shows, things could be a bit more spacious down the road. They're trialing a new design in the Dutch city of Fuck that noise. <laughs> Arnhem. I think that's how it's said. Um, the location puts an emphasis on promoting social distancing, which will likely be asked of customers even after lockdowns are listed, lifted. Images of the McDonald's show clear markings on the floor to show customers where to stand in relation to other customers. One photo even shows markings placed on the sidewalk and into the road, telling customers where exactly to stand while waiting online. Um... The, they've got like hand sanitizer stations, uh, clear plastic barriers between tables, food being delivered on hand trolleys. Uh, the company may be implementing table service at some locations to limit interactions between customers and employees. And hand washing and sanitizing station near the restaurant's entrance. Um, I'm not even going to... A spokesman for McDonald's, Netherlands, said... I'm not even going to try her name. I just know... I will slaughter that. I openly admit it. We have tried to figure out how to keep our customers and employees safe while maintaining a restaurant atmosphere. These are drastic changes, but we hope to make them in a way that customers don't notice them too much. <laughs> You're sitting in a polystyrene box. Please don't notice that. Um, while it's unclear if these changes will come to McDonald's locations in the United States, a spokesperson told Business Insider that the company is moving, quote, thoughtfully and judiciously to make changes to our operations in collaboration with our franchisees. So next time, next thing you know, the, when you see a McDonald's closed down trying to um, remodel, you may be socially distant next time you go in, whether you want to be or not. <laughs> um, I'm on a fast food kick today, apparently. Apparently. Uh, because I just got another one here from Delish. I tried everything from Domino's Pizza. This is what's worth your money. <laughs> now, the only reason I grabbed this one is I will say I love Domino's stuffed, or not stuffed, uh, thin crust pizza. They don't have stuffed crust. That's pizza slut, and they're not around anymore. Um, I love Domino's thin crust pizza. I don't know what it is about it, but it's it's tasty, it's good, it's the texture's right, and I can have pizza without having all the carbs, which I know people are like, oh, you're, you're one of those people. No, I, I'm watching, you know, I'm kind of trying to get my weight down a little bit, but I'm not obsessive about it. But, you know, it's, 
I like that kind of pizza, and, you know, something you like, run with it. Um, so, anyway, the writer says, um, the writer says nothing, because apparently it's a video. <sighs> Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> oh, wait, show more. Um, this is by far the best thing on the entire menu, which is uh, stuffed cheesy bread with spinach and feta. Uh, you don't need to scroll any further, but please do. The soft, fluffy bread is covered in mozzarella, cheddar, and parmesan, and it's topped with the same three cheeses, plus feta and spinach. The spinach is strictly there to make you feel a little better about your delivery option, but the feta adds that extra bit of saltiness that takes it over the edge. For chicken, crispy bacon and tomato specialty chicken. Each breaded chicken nugget, and that's the funny part, she calls it a chicken nugget, because basically what they do is they cut up their boneless wings in like four, and that's yep. what they use for those. Um, covered in the same cheese from the stuffed cheesy bread, but it gets a chunk of bacon and tomato in every bite. It's essentially every drunk person's dream come true. Or pod. Uh, true. Uh, sandwiches. <laughs> the Italian. This is easily the most flavorful and fresh-tasting sandwich in the bunch. Um, the I, And I will say, they do have some decent sandwiches there. I've tried them... Uh, I used to work for Domino's. I was a manager, but, you know. Uh, to be totally transparent, uh, the next one is uh, Italian Sausage Marinara, the pasta bowl. I remember the Domino's pasta of yesteryear with fondness, stuffed in a bread bowl full of salty, cheesy wonder, but I did not feel the same love this time around. Nevertheless, if you must add pasta to your order, she recommends the Italian Sausage Marinara. Sweet, meaty, tangy, and a huge helping of sausage for $6.99. Now, pizzas. Uh, she recommends the buffalo chicken pizza. Hot, spicy, cheesy, and straight-up gorgeous. Tastes like Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy. Uh, she ordered all across hand toss, so I get them in a size small. Um, but if she did it again, she would add the crunchy thin crust. Because the thin crust is motherfucking good. <laughs> um, and Brooklyn style. Now, I will say their Brooklyn style pizza is actually really good, too. It's basically... Uh, it's a size up from a large, but what they do is they stretch the dough thinner, so yeah. you get that nice, the thin hand toss type. Um, That's for anyone that likes that really thin crust. Yeah, without being like a cracker. Like honestly, without their cracker, their yeah. quote unquote thin crust is more like a tortilla shell that they they bake it on, but it's good. But the Brooklyn style, if you like a traditional pizza crust but thin, go with the Brooklyn style. I See, would, I'm more of like a I like the Sicilian. The thick crust. Which is like a thick crust. Yeah. I like it too, but my waistline doesn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like I go to, like, there's a place actually in uh, East Syracuse called Nick's, and I usually order their pizza from them when, like, on, like every other Thursday. And the last time I didn't order from them, I just went in and got like a couple slices, and they had actually slices of the Sincelia. Oh mm -hmm. my god, I could only eat two slices because their Cecilia pizza, like, you know, you get some, some other, like, some some places where they have that, and, like, their crust is, like, not really thick, but it's not really thin either. It's, like, yeah. right in the middle. And then, and I'll tell you, the thing with thick crust pizza like that, it has to be properly cooked. Otherwise, you get doughy in the yes, middle, and that's yes, nasty. Yes, and I went there, and I got theirs, and oh my god. <laughs> that was the perfect ratio of crust cheese and sauce and pepperoni i ever had in my life so if you're ever looking for a place over on thompson road mm -hmm. in syracuse new york nick's pizzeria they've got some amazing pizza they also have amazing wings too speaking, wings. speaking of nick's though there's also a place in armory square 
called Nick's Tomato Pie. Jesus Christ, you got me fucking thinking of fucking pizza. Oh, I know. Dude, I've been cra- I have been craving pizza lately. Jesus I just haven't ordered. Christ. But, uh, there's a place in Armory Square called Nick's Tomato Pie that does, like, they do some crazy combinations. But I'll tell you, the pizza is so goddamn good. Totally worth it. So well, back to the story. She finishes up with dessert. Uh, and for dessert, she recommends the chocolate lava crunch cake, which, to be honest with you, it's okay. Just give me a cheesecake. I'm good. I mean, it's okay, but it's pre-made. It literally shows up frozen. It gets run through the oven. It's a chocolate cake, like a cupcake, with, like, gooey chocolate in the middle like hot fudge in the middle it's not it's it's actually if you like chocolate it's not bad but it's honestly not that great either i I would put it that's one of those things where like it's like you know too much chocolate now that makes it just way too rich i mean honestly you gotta have milk no it's honestly it's not even that it's not even too it just tastes very plain like institutional really like something you get at school lunch yeah it's too bland um, now, honestly, if you want my, my thoughts on dessert, get the cinnamon twists because it's basically I've actually dough. had those ones. Like, I'm not a big, huge Domino's fan. Like, I don't know. I just don't care for their sauce. I, like I said, the only one I like is their thin crust. Uh, I do like their Brooklyn, but the thin crust and, is good um, too. So, or, I mean, I haven't ordered I mean. from like pizza from them in a long time, but I've had their fucking, uh, their swirl and shit like that. Yep. And I actually like those. They're actually pretty good. They are good. Yeah. The, uh. The cinnamon, uh, the cinnamon twists are actually really good. It's basically pizza dough. It's baked and hit with butter and cinnamon sugar, but we it's have, good. We have cinnamon rolls upstairs. We still got to bake yet, but oh, I had geez. an idea. Actually, no, no, no. Hear, hear me out of this one. I was like, you know what? I don't need to go and wait in four hours in line to make, you know, fried dough. No, just deep fry it. Throw some. Cinnamon I was actually going to take and unroll the actual cinnamon roll, right? Cut them in strips, mm-hmm. and then put them in, put them in, deep fry them. And put a little bit of sugar on top of them, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I'm like, hey, there's a fried dough. That, exactly. That's all it really Tell me is. This. That sounds fucking amazing. Uh, let's see. It does sound amazing. I got a story after yours. Uh, well, go right ahead, because that's the end of that one. Okay, cool, because uh, <laughs> this one's going to really shock everybody's world. Uh-oh. Joe Exotic. Oh, God. My Sweet Revenge Fashion Line's coming. Oh my God! No, I Joe can't. Exotic I can't. is. I can't. I can't. No, <laughs> Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fucking Carol Baskin did it. Oh shit. Oh, Joe Exotic is still wheeling and dealing from behind bars. TMZ has learned the Tiger King is in talk to become the face of a new fashion line. Uh, Oban Watson, the owner of the streetwear brand, uh, tells TMZ. He wants to partner with Joe on a limited edition collection. That was interesting. That was. Okay. A limited, on a limited edition collection, uh, and they are already hammering out details through prison phone calls and letters. Uh, Odin says his company reached out to Joe in late March by, by letter, uh, pitched him on being the face of its next collection and he was super intrigued did they involve are they paying him in math yeah uh, who knows <laughs> uh, <laughs> you never know. i'm sorry i had to throw it out they're paying him in meth and tigers yeah really <laughs> the collection sounds pretty cool it's being uh dull revenge in joe's in joe's line would include graphic t-shirts hoodies and uh joggers with his face of course of course tigers um, 
We're told it will also uh, feature images related to Joe's uh, P-Light, you know, backstabbing, betrayal, fake friend success and such. Wow. And a piece of and a piece of de de-resistance. Pièce de résistance. Pièce de résistance. Yeah, well, which means like the ultimate part of the yeah. collection. Uh, an exclusive T-shirt with Tiger King biker jacket print on it, complete, complete with tiger stripped uh, label. We know, weird, but click through the gallery, you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're told oh, the contract uh, close close to be signed, but they're still negotiating profit sharing. Uh, kind of a big outstanding deal point. Problem is the novel, uh, cor- the naval coronavirus is throwing a wrench in the plan. We're, we're told legal mail and communications are stalled at FMC Fort Worth, Fort Worth which is the, uh, the federal prison he's at, mm-hmm. is in Fort Worth. Uh, remember, Joe's prison is the second leading hotbed for COVID-19 in the federal prison system. Sorry, folks. No word on pink <laughs> shirts making revenge tour yet damn um only shows oh launch gallery just remember our listeners can't view it uh yes i gotta try to find a way to save these pictures real fast so that way i can post them on the you know what? i'm just gonna screenshot them <laughs> well while you're doing that i'll go on to the next story oh i like that one that's kind of cool it looks like an actual t-shirt with a what looks like the motorcycle, the leather motorcycle jacket that he wore that says... Joe Exotica? Oh, oh, it actually has the owner of the actual business on there, that Odin... What the fuck? I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. Allergies, not the COVID. One is praying <laughs> hands with a knife through it called Backstabber. <laughs> and it says, love thy Backstabber. <laughs> oh my god there's six t-shirts really uh fake friends which is a hoodie which is pink <laughs> I, I can't even <laughs> uh, a teal hoodie that says success with money sign i might rock that one that's kind of cool uh, let's see a t-shirt that says uh, on the back says Joe Exotic, and on the front it has a lion's head. Nice. And that's it. Cool. I'll let you share those to the page, and uh, I'm gonna. I got another one here now. I one of my um, interests. I'm gonna put it because it's not something I'm interested in per se doing right now. But maybe down the road I would consider it. Except I like my space, but tiny homes they intrigue the hell out of me. Oh yes. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. So the contemporist has a story. It says this might be a tiny house, but it has a ten foot high ceiling. Uh, Wheelhouse designs, uh, wheel or Wheelhouse, the company designs and builds tiny homes. Their latest creation is the Roadhouse Wedge RV, which measures in at two hundred and fifty square feet, twenty three square meters. How the f- Okay, I guess so. Uh, and includes an outdoor deck. I, I'm not good at converting feet and meters and all that. I admit. It's built on a steel frame with wheels, so it can be easily transported to any site. Oversized doors connect the deck to the living room that has a 10-foot high ceiling. Ooh. Windows run the length of the tiny house, letting in an abundance of natural light, 
while also being thoughtfully placed to allow privacy. So they're all like basically it's at the the top like quarter of the wall is all window. Uh, lower down, it's not so much. So <laughs> you can walk around naked and not scare your neighbors. Um, beside the living room is the kitchen that has a wood countertop and leather cabinet poles. Ooh, oh, that's nice. There's also a full-size bathroom with stainless steel subway tiles covering the... Whoa. That's nice. Uh, located at the end of the tiny house is the bedroom. Long, narrow windows wrap around the bed while a pair of sconces provide light at night. That's really nice. Um, that's all there is. But this is actually really cool. I think I might have to share that. Um, like I said, I mean... Tiny houses aren't necessarily something I'd be interested in right this minute, but down the road, I mean, maybe down the road, it's something I'd consider. I mean, if I had more of a mobile lifestyle, I mean, I've looked at the, the tiny homes on wheels, like you know, your your custom RV stuff. Um, yes, which I'm... Converting school buses and all that. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. The... Something I'm actually into. I lo love that stuff, actually. Uh, and it's, it's one of those that... I mean, it's it's intriguing to me. It's something you know, it, it, a mobile lifestyle is intriguing to me. Having the the um, ability to say, like, what I've thought about is even doing one where in the very back I have like my office for work, and you know, if I could do a, find a remote work position, have my office there, and even if I'm at the if it's if I'm home, my office can be there, so I have a separation of work and home at that point, but. When you're on the road, I just like, if I've got my office right there, I'd be like, you know what, it's Sunday night, I'm going to drive to such and such, and you know what, I'll get there, take a nap, and then Monday morning I get up, I walk back to my office and do my work, and then at the end of the day I go out and do whatever, wherever I'm at, you know? Um, you know, and I've been, you know, I, I follow a few of those pages where they make tiny houses, or they also been making, uh, now RVs, um, old uh like the old uh jesus i can't remember now school buses no they didn't use an old school bus for the last one i saw i think it was an old um it was like an old freightliner gotcha and they actually made what looked to be a log cabin on it nice um which was pretty kind of cool um i this is you know this goes back a few years actually uh I used to, I spent a lot of time, uh, six years, I spent at the Oswego Speedway, and I got to know a few of the drivers and stuff like that, and one of my favorite drivers actually at the time was um, actually uh, Bentley Warren. Um, he's a very well-known driver. He's also raced at the, run multiple uh, multiple championships and classics at Oswego Speedway, but he's also raced cars at the Indianapolis 500. Um, he's also an owner of a saloon out in Maine nice um, called Bentley Saloon um, he actually took an old uh, it's not even old it's fairly new he took an old he took a Freightliner no sorry International took an International cab over ripped it all apart and just left the cab and took the whole sleeper off mm -hmm. and it was long enough it was one of the actually long stretched ones yeah um, so he took the sleeper off and he actually, believe it or not, he actually made his own RV. It was two stories. Nice. And he drove it around from racetrack to racetrack where he was racing at the time, Super Modified. So he'd bring it to Oswego Speedway. 
came out of Oswego Speedway, get done racing there, and like head off somewhere else. Now, remind you, he was 70 years old and he was still racing. Damn. Okay. The best thing about his actual RV that he made, yeah, fit his motorcycle in it. He actually had the back drop gate. Nice. So it would drop down, so he could actually pull the motorcycle down on that drop gate and actually drive his motor, ride his motorcycle around. Harley Davidson. Well, I mean, and here's the thing that that's the genius part about that because if you have a you know a motorcycle, if you know if you're a motorcycle rider and you want to travel around like that, that's the easiest way. Like when you get somewhere, say you're, um, I don't even know, you're going somewhere and you're going to park it at a um, RV park or a state park or something like that. Um, oh, here, let me let me back it up a minute. Uh, we occasionally like to go up to Cream Point up in uh, up by Alex Bay. Yep. Uh, Cream Point State Park. Now, if yeah, I've been by there. If I was gonna take a, an RV up there, I don't want to go down to like A Bay or Clayton or any of those places with an RV. But if I could strap a motorcycle on the back somehow, I would be great. I mean, you could travel around, check everything out. Well, a lot of people like if they're doing RVs like that, they'll usually go into like a they won't go to usually a state park. Um, a lot of them go to like a private park, you know. And, and well, I'll tell you, there's something to be said for state parks, I and mean, there's a lot of amenities. Well, it, They're it, well kept. Absolutely. Well, I, well, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm not. I like. I love. Point. I love. I love. I love state parks. I'm the first one to tell you that I, you know, state parks are probably the best thing to go to in New York State. Um, but like a lot of, like I'm saying, you got an RV like like what Bentley had, you're not going to go to a state park. You're you're going to go to a private owned park. Uh, uh, depends. Only because. The guy was a show off. I mean, come on, get him, get a freaking whole freaking well, painted picture of his back of the drop gate and fucking him on his motorcycle going like this, flipping everybody off on it. Well, I mean, that would fit right <laughs> into the state park. <laughs> so yeah, so so you know, he wanted to show that shit off, you know, and, that, and that's what he did though. I mean, he had fun though with it. I mean, he you know he get done racing, you know, if he didn't have to go back, he'd jump on his Harley and ride around Oswego. But uh, that's just who he was. I mean. But you know, it, going back into you know, he owned a he owned a, still does own the uh, Bentley Saloon. But Bentley Saloon wasn't just wasn't just a saloon he owned because behind the saloon was also his hotels. He had, oh Jesus! Uh, he had uh, hotel rooms. I think it was like something like twenty hotel rooms. Damn! But it was also a private fucking RV park. Nice. Behind there too. So if you need one to spend spend the night, you know, you can either stay at the hotel or if you brought your RV, you can stay at the fucking RV park. So, yeah, you know, and here's the thing is there's so much you can do with those today. I mean, especially building your own. I mean, you can go full solar on them and never have to worry about having Absolutely. to plug in um, the that. Honestly, if I was going to do that, I would definitely go full solar. So I never needed to plug in because um, solar panels are, are ridiculous these days. But well, I still have to plug it up. The thing is, like, OK, for example, I mean, you go to a. You go to uh, you know state park. What is it? Twenty. I think it's twenty five dollars a night for uh, electric spot with full hookup. Yeah. Okay. Like twenty five dollars a night still isn't bad. Oh no, it's not. I, and I'm just saying though that. So, even if, so you, even if you so even if you did do it to where you still wanted to just still plug in, you go to a state park like what we were just talking about. Twenty five dollars yeah. a night. I mean, you, you can't go wrong for twenty five dollars a night. Well, I mean, you, you know, I mean, I see where you're going. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. But even if you want to be off grid somewhere, you can. Yeah, I mean, because if you're going to go to like somewhere like a private park, you're looking at about forty to fifty dollars a night, which you know still isn't bad. Private, which still isn't bad, but you know, I mean, shoot, forty, fifty dollars a night, and you know, I mean, some some of those private places make you pay extra for fucking the electric that you use. Yep. 
you know. So I mean, in a way, going going completely solar, going completely solar, or going off grid, you know, might be a way to go for somebody, you know. The only thing I would have to have is my internet. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's ways to do that too. Well, now I'm really going to go a little out of this world with my next story, though. Oh boy. A small asteroid the size of a bus will fly safely by Earth today. Well, today, May 3rd, while we're recording. Um, the asteroid... Uh, actually, hang on a second. A newly discovered asteroid about the size of a bus will zip safely by the Earth today, May 3rd, which is Sunday, passing at a distance just over halfway to the moon. So, that's pretty damn close. Uh, the asteroid, which has been named 2020 JA, will fly by Earth at a range of about 148,000 miles. Uh, which is 238,000 kilometers when it passes by. That's about 0.62 times the distance between the Earth and the Moon. The Moon is about 239,000 miles or 385,000 kilometers on average. Asteroid 2020 JA is between 31 and 72 feet wide, according to NASA's Center for Near-Earth Object Studies. Uh, NASA's Asteroid Watch widget listed the asteroid's diameter as about 40 feet and compared it to the size of a city bus. Uh, astrophysicist uh, Gianluca Massi of the Virtual Telescope Project in Sacano, Italy, captured an image of 2020 JA with a telescope. In the image, the asteroid appears as a tiny point of light in a star field. Small asteroids like 2020 JA zip by Earth several times a month and typically pose no risk for our planet, uh, NASA, NASA officials have said. For example, a tiny asteroid called 2020 HS7 passed Earth at a distance of 23,000 miles, or 36,400 kilometers, on April 28th, but posed no risk of impact. Scientists with NASA's Planetary Defense Coordinators or Coordination Office regularly track near-Earth objects like comets and asteroids to search for potential impact threats to our planet. To date, astronomers have found 22,776 near-Earth objects, more than 95% of them discovered through NASA-funded surveys. Uh, new asteroids like 2020H7 and 2020JA are being discovered all the time at a rate of 30 a day. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, it, it, little stuff like that sometimes. <laughs> um, back, back, shite. Well, I got something here. It's, I guess it's from Pornhub. Tick. Karma Electric's Pornhub searches skyrocket after the last dance. Uh, Karma Electra appears on the last dance, uh, left some fans wanting more. Oh, her um, content this week, which translates to some huge research numbers on one of the world's biggest triple X sites. Yeah. Of course, the former Baywatch bombshell and Playboy uh, model popped up on a uh, an uber popular ESPN doc to discuss her relationship with Dennis Rodman, which includes an infamous mid-season vacation to Vegas. Oh yeah, in the time Michael freaking Jordan uh, barged in on on them in bed together. Good stuff. <laughs> Electric appears on the doc was pretty memorabilia for several reasons, which inspired some eager viewers to do more research on the sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Pornhub uh, tells TMZ Sports, TMZ Sports demand for Electra was uh, in rumors this week, with more than 1.7 million searches 
for videos related to her. To compare, there were just 14,769 searches the day the show aired, and then they shot up to 393,000 the day after. <laughs> but the biggest day came on April 28th with more than 588,000 searches. Because everybody's stuck at home. Exactly. A shout out to uh, Carmen Electra to still for still dominating the game at the age of 48. P.S. Remember to clear your browser history, folks. <laughs> or use incognito mode. <sighs> and a VPN. Oh, oh shit, there's fucking, let's see what the fucking um, launch gallery looks like. <laughs> Failure to launch. <laughs> no, actually launched. It's just an Instagram picture. She's got clothes on. <laughs> so it's safe for work. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going to have to go on Pornhub later and look her up. I'm going to have to. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Before you knock on the table accidentally. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, my God. I, I was can't. not actually doing that. <laughs> I can't right now. That oh. was actually me knocking on a table with my fucking knuckles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I need brain bleach. Anybody? I need some Clorox to pour in my ears. Shut up, Jim. Shut <laughs> <laughs> my eyes. Can I inject that shit? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Um... Here, well, will that make you knock the table too? Eh, it's okay. Okay, how about... Let me see. The one that I saw. Yeah, that one. It's okay. She's wearing too many clothes, though. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> it's just that... I mean, she's got that, like, look in her face where, like, it's like, come take me. Uh, yeah, but some... Yeah, she's always got that look on her face. That's just yeah, a given with her. Yeah, that's true. Um, but speaking of injecting bleach... Ooh. <laughs> I have a... Uh-huh. Interesting story involving two of our most popular characters in the COVID nineteen drama. Uh, would it be Would it be uh, douchebag Andrew Cuomo? He's one of them. Uh-huh. Cuomo turned down Trump invitation to participate in April press briefing. Wait, 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 wait! Cuomo turned down an invitation from the president to be there for the daily presidential press briefing on COVID. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo declined an invitation from President Trump to participate in a White House press briefing in April. Trump asked Cuomo to join him at a press briefing on April 21st, the day Cuomo visited the White House to meet with the president. Um, Cuomo declined to participate and left the White House without photojournalists taking any photos of the New York governor with the president. Spokespeople for the White House and Cuomo were not immediately available for comment, of course. Cuomo, who is often sparred with Trump amid the coronavirus pandemic, because he's got nothing better to do with his life, apparently, uh, called the April meeting productive. After the meeting, Trump announced that the USNS Comfort, which was docked in New York City to assist with coronavirus patients, would return to Virginia to be routed elsewhere. Um, Trump said at a press briefing on the afternoon after his meeting with Cuomo, I've asked Andrew if we could bring the comfort back to his base in Virginia so that we could have it for other locations, and he said we would be able to do that. Because the numbers are nowhere near what he kept threatening us with. But anyway. Uh. <laughs> because if I recall right, the comfort only had like 170 on board? The Well, and here's the thing. In the three weeks? There's, the, numbers, <laughs> the numbers are going down significantly and quickly. Um, and... 
In the overall scheme of things, as far as the U.S. side of stuff goes, the flu is still deadlier by a long shot. But I'm not here to debate that. Um, oh, God. <laughs> nah, I got another whole fucking story. Oh, God. <laughs> Am I, I'm afraid to ask. Are you ready? Go for it. Carol Baskin. Oh, God. Killed her. Husband. <laughs> Anyways, Carol Baskin was fooled into a first public interview with fake fallen producers. Carol Baskins has been impossible to get a hold of for an interview in the wake of Tiger King, but two clever Brits got her to open her yap under incredible false pretense. <laughs> the two dudes are... Archie Manor and Josh Piders, who are two YouTuber pranksters. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I went here to go on YouTube now and see this fucking video. Um, two YouTube pranksters who go around tricking celebrities into giving phony interviews with what the Doug believed to be late night talk show host. They've had a lot of success. Now they wanted Carol. Oh, God. Check out their check out their depth video of how they pulled it off. It's pretty freaking. <laughs> oh my god! I have to go watch this fucking video. I'll have oh. to check this later tonight. Oh, holy cow! Check out their depth video of how they pulled it off. It's pretty freaking uh, brilliant and hilarious. Long story very short, they posted a as produ- they posed as producers for the Late Show with Jimmy Fallon. And <laughs> <laughs> and searched out for Carol's VO email for possible Skype and Zoom interview. At first, she she shot them down, citing the blanket the blanket policy Carol and her current hu- uh, hubby Howard have been giving just above everyone these days. No interviews, no dice. They also required the line that they've believed Netflix fault suggested, and or implied she had something to do with her husband. With her first husband, Don's disappearance and promised and premiered death. <laughs> uh, the dudes kept it kept at it though, insisting that they would not talk about anything Tiger King related with with Jimmy and promised to keep the topic strictly on cats and her sanctuary. You gotta watch the rest, cause the lady brought it and agreed to do it under those terms. As for how they how they got JF's voice on there that's a thing of of beauty too they literally yanked old audio clips of him <laughs> interviewing other celebrities and tossed them to her to her live interviews oh jesus <laughs> oh my god they're literally the oldest trick in the book and kind of reinvesting of the famous true lies scenes but the greatest part carol baskin fell for it hook line and sinker check out Check out what she had to say about how she and Howard are dealing in quarantine and how they're handling all her big cats. Oh, yeah. They also got her to put on her flower crown. Oh, God. Uh, bow, bow down for their virals, for their viral geniuses. We are not worthy. <laughs> no. The video is actually on here. I'll have to check that out later. Oh, oh my God. That, that, that is, that's, oh, my God. That is too funny. I'm going to bring it back a little closer to home here. Um, 
It's a mistake that the owner of A Taste of Philadelphia on James Street in Syracuse will never make again. And thanks to a strong Central New York community who came to community came together to help in a time of need. Uh, it means everything to me that my entire daily life was in that bag, said Tara Hemingway, the co-owner. After a busy day of work, she drove off with the restaurant's money bag on her car. I felt very irresponsible, and I own the mistake. Working alone during this time, it's very hard, and everybody makes mistakes one time or another. Things get mismanaged, she said. In the bag was $700 cash, checks, and credit cards. And losing the day's pay makes this tough time even tougher. Everyday cash flow means a lot, and it was only $700, but when that's all you have, it's a lot, said Hemingway. But what shocked her the most was how the community responded. They have uplifted the situation to at least let me know that I'm going to be okay, that there are people out here looking for people like us so we aren't left out in the dark, she said. And the support, oh, and the support is what means the world to them. Just stay supportive. Support means everything. I was never looking for a donation. I was very appreciative, and I can't thank everybody enough, she said. So that's a nice little good story there, the people coming together to help out a local business during all this bullshit. Um, so, you know, it's, it's nice to see though. Yes. There's a, actually a business. I just noticed too, that there was a, they're, cl they're running out of money to keep their small little diner open and a bunch of people that are, you know, big fans of the restaurant have started a GoFundMe page for them to help raise money. Um, and actually did also a fundraiser on Facebook to help raise money to help her stay open. Um, so that's pretty cool that, you know, you have people out there that are trying to help keep local businesses open, especially in this pandemic. Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, let's see. Ugh. Ah, fucking baskets. Exactly. Um, so anyway, you know, I think we're going to wrap up here because we're in a good spot. We're hitting knocking on an hour here. So we're going to wrap up for day, uh, get yeah, outside uh, and enjoy some of the nice weather. Um, real fast, I just want to shout out real fast. Uh, since, uh, you know, next uh, Sunday is Mother's Day, I want to wish all the mothers out there a very happy Mother's Day. Um, you know, if, if you can, uh, I'm going to say it, uh, if your house is big enough to practice social distancing, you know what? Have your kids over. Um, you know, don't don't keep your family away. Um, I know I'm going to sound like a hypocrite on that, but uh, if, if you really can practice social distancing in your house, um, and you say your your kids live in another town and or even live a few blocks away, mm -hmm. you know what? Have them over anyways. Because um, you know what? Moms matter. Exactly. And you'll never know how long you'll actually have your mother for. So, you know what? If you can, like I said, if you can practice social distancing, stop by to your mom's house and, you know, even if you just give her a card, hey, that's all that matters today in life. But, you know, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Exactly. And um, as we always say, though, we got all this free time right now, apparently. Take the time to take a good look at yourself and see what things you can change to achieve that awesome potential that's locked inside. Because... Why not? There is not like there's a whole lot else to do at the moment. But seriously, you know, make those changes. Be the best you you can be and just be awesome because we believe in you and we know you can do it. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week and uh, have a good week. We'll catch you then. Have a great week.
Fucking Tony the goddamn tiger. What is this? Goddamn Joe Exotic Tiger King bullshit again? Well, you know, fucking Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> That's who caused it. <laughs> Later, everybody. <laughs>